0: Welcome to the fourth season of Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex-Mex. Today I'm joined by Coach to kick off the first episode of the fourth season of our terrible podcast. You know what they say, fourth time's a charm.
1: It still has never gotten any better. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Somehow it gets worse <laughs> uh i it'd be pretty great like um i'd imagine a like post-mortem review of this podcast would be like uh that episode or that that scene in um fuck what is it uh the adam sandler movie where he's trying to inherit his dad's money um
1: mr deeds
0: no the other one uh
1: <laughs> little nicky <laughs>
0: <laughs> the devil uh no the one where he is uh he has to like pass all of the cla- all of his uh get his like, oh uh, good-
1: yeah billy madison
0: billy madison there we go uh the debate thing where we're all yeah, we're, we're all
1: now dumber <laughs> for
0: <laughs> that's pretty accurate yeah. yeah yeah uh well yeah welcome everybody to the fourth season uh before we get into uh there's only I am gonna harass you about a bachelor party thing on podcast and leave it in the podcast. Fun fact. Oh baby. Um
1: <laughs> Giggle me, big big boy.
0: Only only <laughs> only strippers with three tits allowed. And uh the whole bachelor party is uh fucking total recall themed. Um
1: <laughs> Sunshine has to do his Arnold Schwarzenegger impression the entire weekend. <laughs>
0: We're just going to give you a quick CTE and then uh, do Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Christ. Uh, no, so uh, we almost talked about it earlier, but – and it's been a bit of a minute. Uh, I want to talk about The Menu.
1: <laughs> Great movie. Loved it.
0: Um, coming out of it, it's hard to – I recommend it to everybody, uh, two out of two – Um, easy, easy two out of two. That being said, it's hard to kind of like pitch in that. Yeah. It's a, it's first time you see it, it's a thriller. And it took me a second to get over the satire label for it, but in retrospect, and then upon, like, I would imagine a rewatch, it is almost entirely a comedy. Um,
1: (laughs) definitely more comedy than I was expecting it to be. It
0: is, it is, it is a very funny movie, um and Uh, even the character just fucking amazing yeah he he, him and then also like uh the head chef
1: professor uh voldemort
0: yeah professor (laughs) lord voldemort uh uh the thing is so i think i had mentioned this in the discord somebody's review was like you know it, it keeps walking right up to the cusp of being like art house film and then stepping back and i think the the peak of that for me is when you realize that also Voldemort is full of shit. Like, <laughs> and the movie is, is plain to, like, put it out there. Like, no, they, all of these people are terrible. And, like, while he is not as terrible as everyone he has gathered around, like, he's he's also, like, full of it. Like, there is, like there is a message for him. But at the end of the day, like, it's not... Uh, it's he's full of shit it's not like a greater environmental commentary he kills everybody (laughs) yeah and himself right like that's what i mean is that it's not like it's not saul he's like and even saul is stupid but like it's not saul where it's like ever you know people who are who aren't valuing their lives i teach him a lesson it's 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 this pretentious art piece for him and uh the point of the actual protagonist is being like no this is bullshit (laughs) Um. Give me a cheeseburger. Bye. <laughs> uh, that, was, that
1: was a clever way of doing that, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would. I, I. It's so good. Okay. I. Would you say it's a two out of two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Again, I, I don't. I don't know who I'm recommending it to, but. the
0: thing. Yeah. Like I. It's. It's a. See the thing is, and I, I don't know if this is just because of like the amount of the recent amount of uh, uh kind of cannibal horror. Uh, um, did I
1: did I share you the the tweet or the Instagram post? It was like I've never been more surprised in my life that plot did not involve cannibalism.
0: Yes, <laughs> it, that's the whole time I was like, oh, they're gonna eat the CEO or you know, the the you know bit after bit i was like something like there's gonna be a turn um when the so this is a spoiler always podcast but when that dude uh blows his brains out i i, I thought
1: they're gonna eat him i
0: thought they were gonna eat him yeah or like cut off a piece of him or yeah. something well, bones yeah. and all you know <laughs> yeah or he's gonna pull up his shirt and he was just like his skin had been flayed and that was like their meal or i i don't know right it, i i it, it seemed in a couple different ways they were gonna take it there um I don't... Uh, every, that's the thing is, like, what I mean is, like, everything is, uh, like, accented with a joke where they do the... They send the men uh, <laughs> to run or whatever, and the last guy who gets caught gets a special meal. Like, and he still eats <laughs> it. Like, the... Uh, I, I think I I am... I, I understand some people were, like, upset with the ending, but, like... That movie I, couldn't
1: end any other way.
0: Right, and, and I think the uh, the... The whole thing is like everybody here's full of shit, and like, um, I think he points out in like the last twenty minutes, that he's like, "You probably could have gotten away, like, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you if you all just like got up and fought." Like, he's got a couple of like jack dudes, and they do take a finger, uh, but he's like, uh, he does, play, and I get that, like that you know, there's that threat, but like, there it, it does seem he, it, it seems like the people who were there. Like want to be a part of it, even though it ends with them dying. Like especially that obviously the Nicholas Holtz character, right? Like <laughs> new for what they said, like four months or something. Yeah,
1: the entire movie, but that—that's <laughs>
0: for the entire movie. Yeah,
1: and then he brings a prostitute with him. to <laughs> yeah.
0: and is and isn't even allowed to be a part of the last the the final piece. Um, technically, right.
1: Yeah, because he uh, he has to kill himself ahead of
0: time. Yep. Yep. No. Uh, top tier movie. Do you recommend? Um, have you watched Andor yet? I am in the middle of it. What do you think? Because I think the last time we spoke, he hadn't even started up. I
1: really like it so far. Yeah. It's I'm like I'm like four episodes in.
0: What is happening in the last one? You remember? they they're about to pull the job. They're about to pull the job. Okay. Okay. I think the best episode is one or two episodes away. Um, it's, you'll know which one uh, I, I hope. <laughs> There's
1: an episode, I assume. Yeah. Um, that,
0: yeah, that that's, that's gotta be the best one. It's all very good. I, I, I said it here on the podcast for sure. Um, it's, Good because it's just a good story that happens to be in the Star Wars universe, right? Like <laughs> that's the way you gotta make movies. That's the way you gotta do. Well, yeah, that, that, that should be what drives you to make something. <laughs> <laughs> we want it to be good. <laughs> I like this character, and I want to explore them. And I I get that Disney was just like handing out spinoffs. Uh, uh what's her name that got kicked off, or I don't know, comparing. Being an anti vaxxer to a Jew in the Holocaust. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, the hot one.
0: They were going to give her a show. She was lined up to get a show about, like.
1: Then she couldn't keep her fucking mouth shut.
0: Yeah, it's just John Favreau. I think that's. No, no, no. Is it John Favreau who went to bat for her? Right, because he, he's Mandalorian, isn't he?
1: Yeah, Favreau's okay. middle are in, and obviously, he, he, uh, what's-his-nuts.
0: He went to bat for time after time for fucking tweets, and, like, kept her on the show, kept her on the show, and then she finally goes off with that stupid shit comparing, like, <laughs> being an anti-vaxxer to a victim of the Holocaust, and, like, I think they gave up at that point. Like, I, I don't know how you can be so unaware... <laughs> it does it does
1: blow your mind
0: yeah it's like hey you're going to get your own fucking television show in a pillar of human culture of star wars you just gotta just gotta cool it just cool it for like a, a couple months say the quiet part to yourself say <laughs> it after you get a star wars show <laughs>
1: <laughs> make your money first
0: yeah i uh... and,
1: and i think she was just in some movie like Produced and paid for by, like, Ben Shapiro or some yeah. shit.
0: <laughs> the Daily Wire released a movie. I think it made 80 bucks or something. It, it, <laughs> and I shit you not... It, it, I just know that it was all over, like, Leopards Ate My Face and, like, Self-Aware Wolves or whatever, which are, generally are just supposed to be people, like, not realizing that they are, you know... To to, to, to go into what these Reddits are, It's the Self-Aware Wolves is usually somebody who is a part of something terrible walking right up to the point of knowing it or saying something where it's like you're so close to figuring it out, right? So close. <laughs> uh, and then Leopard's Ate My Face uh, is like the title implies, like you, you're feeding this terrible thing and then it bites you in the ass. It, it's basically a subreddit of the tweet, like me uh, sowing this is badass, me reaping this sucks. sucks. right? <laughs> and... Obviously, or not, I guess depending on who you are, <laughs> our listeners out there, um, the, it's it's all like conservative stuff. It's, it's I would say 60% of it that comes across my Reddit feed is somebody, you know, being a part of like the the super right wing movement and then getting bit in the ass by it. And with her, it's that like, they apparently there were some dudes complaining that the movie was too woke because the protagonist was a woman. I shit you not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, who is this even for, dude? Like,
1: I just—I'll never understand. I uh... the I, I really it just does blow them. Like, I know I'm not—I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. It's like the constant sexism all the time. It's <laughs> like it's how old are all of us? It's 2023.
0: Let's, yeah. Can we it, call it? Yeah. It, it's also like that's like an extreme. People are reverting to, like, 50s and thir- 30s, like, 20s, like, levels of... <laughs> <laughs> Women just have different brains, you see? Uh, like, <laughs> uh, like uh, there, there were almost, like, I would... Like, what is it? Phrenology is the the skull-measuring nonsense that they use yep. for, like, rape stuff? Yeah. Like, it's it is almost that stupid. And I can guarantee uh those it, it's just like it's it, you know what it is it, it it's like armchair bullshit it it's the same type of like you know uh uh, people looking at sports and saying like, I would have done it different or whatever, like about a quarterback <laughs> or something. It's like, sure, sure you would. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you can definitely play in the NFL.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not from like an informed, like, oh, they should have done this play, that play. These are the technicals of it. It's just like, mm, I would have just, I would have just run harder. Like that kind of <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> God. So, but yeah, the menu is good. <laughs> the menu is really good. <laughs> um, I've, I've been playing Monster Hunter. I don't know if you're familiar with Monster Hunter. I've heard of it. I haven't played it. It's it's fine. It's one of the... I would say, for me, it's one of the hardest games. I would argue it is on the same level as, like, Souls games, but it's it's not the same. It's in a different direction. Uh, Basically, it is that, like, RPG, you're hunting a big monster thing, but all of your... It, it's almost completely skill-based because... Uh, all of your actual changes in stats and whatever are off of your gear. You don't have, like, levels proper. Um, so you, you you have to get good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, I guess it's more in a line with, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Souls game, Sekiro. It's like you don't really have a level. You're fixed in this, like, story, and you're fixed in this, like, assassin play style. And you get good or you die. There are, like, like, people complain a lot. I love... The Souls games. Elden Ring deserves game of the year a hundred times over. People talk about those games like they are some of the hardest things of all time. They're obtuse, for sure. Um, And they definitely take some... There's a learning curve, but they let you break the game. You can just power level away and, like, the game doesn't necessarily scale up with you. Uh, Like, I mean, Elder Scrolls scales up with you. Uh, Dark Souls... Uh, Elden Ring, none of those games do not scale up with you. If you, if you get to level 999 or whatever, you will just go and shit on bosses. And, like, it, there are ways to, to just power out that game, and while being obtuse and unique systems that don't make sense at times, because they're very Japanese, like, it, the, the get good stuff, I think that applies more to, like, PvP, but that's everything. But I assume you haven't been playing anything since Crew started up again.
1: Um, no, I got... Carolyn bought me a Switch for Christmas, so...
0: Hey, All I've, I
1: do... I've, I played, uh... Ran, ran through Let's Go Eevee.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Which, it's a lot of fun. I, uh, it's a great... I think it's a great way to redo Gen 1. You know, because Gen 1's been redone how many times at this point. Um, but, like, it's... I think it's a really fun game. It's really fucking easy. Like, it makes Pokemon games look hard.
0: I was going to say, Pokemon in general is, isn't known for being, like, difficult. It's
1: nor do, I, nor do I want a game for children to be difficult. Like, I, I just enjoy playing them, and mm. I love doing randomizers and all that shit. But this one was like, okay, this game's fucking easy. <laughs> like,
0: I would imagine the hardest one I played would be um, Gen 2, actually, and, like, the Gen 2 remakes. Um,
1: um. Yeah, they can be. The general, it's definitely the hardest boss level.
0: I was going to say when you're going back around and then like, uh, not unlike Dark Souls, you can just level everything up to hundred and like, GG too easy. But uh, I would imagine red the red fight wasn't it? Doesn't that always have like the highest level or for yeah, very? Yeah,
1: because it's a uh
0: a secret boss at the end of. Uh... Yeah,
1: it's a secret boss you're not expecting. It's the Mewtwo of that game, except it's six pokemon yeah and it opens up with a level 81 pikachu and at that point your pokemon are probably only high 50s to low 60s uh and you're
0: not expecting it <laughs> level 80 pikachu with uh light Ball too so it has double like attack stats right <laughs>
1: that would have yeah because since it's a pikachu they had a level uh, but the rest of his pokemon are a little bit lower Pikachu's the highest just because they needed at least back in original gen two yeah they needed to just make that Pikachu stronger because it's just a Pikachu. It still has the same stats as a regular Pikachu.
0: I'd be, in, I, I'm so surprised given how like much randomizers are a part of like Pokemon, like like not just kids playing Pokemon, but like the actual bigger Pokemon culture. That like nobody at Game Freak is like, can we just can we just make a randomizer <laughs> or like beat the game and turn on randomizer or whatever, right? Like. Yeah, you would think that'd actually be a
1: pretty smart idea.
0: That's a Game Freak. Send the check. <laughs> Send the check. <laughs> oh man, um, I haven't started Vox Machina season two. I don't know. If I don't even can... know what Vox Machina is. Well, it's the first. It's the first. I would actually. I would highly recommend if you like the like D and D play. Like let's play is the wrong term, but like uh, live play, I guess. Um, I would highly recommend the first season of Critical Role that's because there's a um, earnest like to it where they were doing it on their friends channel to fill time and it was their home game and they would still like fucking take breaks to eat a shit ton of snacks and like drink like very actively <laughs> while playing like like not get drunk or anything but like they were clearly like. There to have fun and play D anD D, and it's so much bigger now. And the the new show isn't bad by any means. Matt Mercer is one of the best DMs of all time, uh, but some of that like lack of polish is gone, and it doesn't feel as much like friends playing. Yeah. D&D. Um, yeah,
1: you got you got to have a little bit of that shittiness. But, to it.
0: but Fox Machina is like just the the TV show compressing the the campaign down into I would assume three seasons, maybe. Um maybe less. It was the biggest Kickstarter of all at one point, I think. They uh, got delayed by COVID. The, the first season's pretty good. Um it's it's just a DD show. It's a D ass show. Uh it's unapologetically D, like uh the dumb shit people do during D D. Um there's it, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's it's it is hyper condensed though. The first Th- two episodes or three episodes are their entire like first six levels of play or something and then the rest of the season is the next like six levels of play which that's for, quick but, yeah for the people who don't play D D, uh they get exponential levels get exponentially longer uh just like pokemon <laughs> just, yeah and if you know what a level is out there uh <laughs> Um, but the, yeah, so, like, I, I like it as a show, but as somebody who really, really, really likes the original, which is not for everybody, because that is probably, like, a thousand hours of content.
1: It's a um, shit ton. I tried listening, I just, like, it is daunting just to see, like, I don't, do I really want to listen to all of this?
0: The, the trick is to just not find where you were in the middle of an episode and just start the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but- I, used to,
1: I used to listen a lot more when i was like actively doing blue collar work and i just had something on the background
0: yeah yeah no i i do recommend it i think that and the first season of adventure zone are some of the best
1: i do enjoy adventure zone let's plays
0: it's, it's the same thing with adventure zone i i i don't not enjoy what these bigger D podcasts have become but there is, there is something, there's some charm to that first season of, uh, let's just play this nerd shit, like, <laughs> on radio for people. I guess they want to hear it. Um, yeah, it's, I those charm
1: I'm trying to think of a show that, like, started off good and then lost its charm make a good comparison. I can't think of anything. It was, like, all that, sh- or uh, even, like, all gas, no brakes.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: rip. It was It was better his little grassman breaks, and was Channel 5? Um, he got a little too big, and then he started getting a little rapey. Yeah. Rip. We didn't talk about that either yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah Channel 5 canceled. Um, the thing is, like, I, I truly, with, with him and that stuff, I hope he can make it all right and, like, reform himself. It sounds like, honestly, alcohol was, not to make excuses for him, a big part Ooh. of that um and just being a shitty person so i i hope he gets the help he needs and he can you know find reparations and uh you know amicable anything with his victims uh and come back because i think truly i i understand that all needs to be resolved but like channel 5 and all gas no breaks were really regardless of quality i think it was good has been good all the way through but it's a very like honest look uh uh, what's the word i'm looking for um empathetic look at america in particular and just like sitting and hearing people talk and uh, he would make it pretty clear that he was like these people suck or whatever but like or, or just like seeing what these people really like i think
1: yeah, versus just what the media portrays them to be for yeah. their own agenda.
0: Either way, yeah, and like uh, when
1: you when you watch those dudes at the at any of those big rallies, you just let them talk, and you realize like how either on it is, or you know, every once in a while, sometimes you're just like, oh, these guys aren't what they were made out to be previously. Well, watching it, this,
0: I think I think the thing too is uh, what was interesting. But I I hope his style inspires more people. I mean, a lot of people
1: already – there's a lot of TikTok clones on there.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of, like, his early work of let me just go get drunk people to yell uh, <laughs> dumb shit. Like, I love the NASCAR video. I, I would ima- – the Talladega Nights, right? Or Talladega? Yeah. Uh, I would imagine a lot of the clones are just trying to, you know, ape the Talladega. Like, let me go find a bunch of drunk people, get them to yell funny shit about buttholes. And uh, I've seen a lot of that. I think what was more interesting for me is, like, when he was in the uh, – him and his team were in the uh, the riots, the, the George Floyd riots, and, like, in the burning down Walmart, like – Yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> but, <laughs> I like forgot that, about that. That, that. That's the thing is, like, anybody can do that. And I, I, I think that's what's really interesting, and I hope that it, terrible stuff has come out of his success, and I hope that, like – a shining light of that will be that some some other reporter wannabe gonzo style kids will get out there and do like interesting stuff like that. Uh the movie's pretty good. I I mean, so
1: it... I had the movie on my list and now I'm like shit. Can I even watch this anymore?
0: <laughs> I I think it is a it's a worthwhile watch. It is interesting. Um it's, it's just been... I, there's so many crossroads
1: now of like how do you separate out art from the artist right
0: listen people still love woody allen movies and uh, i've never backed off of that right <laughs> yeah it's like should i really I probably shouldn't
1: listen to kanye anymore you know
0: <sighs> yeah i did i did go uh uh start when they when they pop up on my spotify i go and i unfavorite them. uh well i mean it sucks is uh uh
1: Because, I mean, he's arguably the best at what he did, right? And it's just like, but he's such a fucking
0: piece of shit. Tremendous piece of shit. And it's like, you know, yeah, a good chunk of that, you know, his mom's dying really fucked him up. His terrible relationship with the Kardashians really fucked him up. He, you know, there's a lot of things that went wrong, but like.
1: There's also a lot of leopards in my face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to to let all of the, the Nazi shit in, like, you can turn to a bunch of different shit. Like
1: <laughs> turning into a black Nazi is a interesting choice.
0: A black skinhead, one might say. Uh, produced by Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's there's like a lot of uh, interesting shit, and I I know people are like, un- understandably, deservedly want to tear him down. Good, but like I I think he definitively was one of the, like had one of the best ears was a very good producer. One of the best producers in our lifetime. Um, we still have a lot left, so I'm sure some others will come up, but like, it was like, if he was working on something, it would have been, it was interesting to listen to at least. And I think he started to come off the rails. And then like, apparently like stories have been coming out that this Nazi thing has been a- alive and well in the background for a minute. So who knows with him, man. And the, I so something much less controversial. Some real nerd shit. Have you been keeping up with the D and D drama? I have not.
1: So, I've seen a bunch of it.
0: Yeah. Though, on Wizards Reddit. of the Coast, owned by Hasbro, I think.
1: Is this is slick saying that they wanted to monetize all a whole bunch of shit.
0: Yeah, that they want to monetize like so. D and D fifth edition in particular operates off of a. Legally, basically it's they're they're called game licenses it, it more or less there's official content and then anybody can make whatever they want off of the D system the 5e system in particular right yeah which is why you're able to make star wars yeah yeah you can do whatever and it's like they don't really only crack down on certain types of monetization but like there's a whole um, there's a whole website. Uh, God, I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's basically like, hey, I really like D and or, or the fifth edition system, right? Which is, for those who don't know, there's twenty levels. You have six different types of dice it, die. Each die means a different thing, whatever. But like that system was open. Anybody could do anything, and as long as it didn't say like Dungeons and Dragons on it or like use certain dungeons and dragons copyrighted stories and stuff they really didn't give a shit or come after people but hasbro's or wizards of the coast doesn't really matter who is trying to make a shit ton of money this happened a few months ago with magic the gathering uh the magic the gathering fans got really pissed because they did like a re-release of a bunch of cards but then you couldn't it was packs and they were like hundreds of dollars a pack and it was random and then the cards also couldn't be used in actual play. So it was like a weird collector's. And it was. It, it apparently pissed off that whole group. So they pulled back on that.
1: Well, to be fair, Magic the Gathering players are always pissed off.
0: Uh, yes, very fair. Um, very smelly, lots of butt crack. Um,
1: Don't they have a shower rule? <laughs> they, 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 have a, they have a sanitation rule. I think it's Magic the Gathering.
0: They might be the ones that had to have made it. <laughs>
1: um, because the, it would, they would smell so bad in their tournaments that at any point in the tournament, you can call your opponent out, take a break, and everyone has to come back smelling better.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: It's a, it's a, I, I'm pretty sure it's Magic the Gathering. It is written in all tournament bylaws. That's... There's a, a cleanliness clause good, or something like that.
0: Good for them.
1: <laughs> I, went, I saw a crazy TikTok. I mean, you were around a bunch of engineers in college as well. Yeah. Of um, interviewing engineering students at some university.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, how often do you need to shower?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a
1: bunch of the engineers, they get like, you know, who knows how people they interviewed and how people they just cut in. Yeah. But it was like, there was a good half dozen to a dozen grown people. I wouldn't say adults yet, but grown people in college saying that they only shower once a week. And that's they didn't see anything wrong with that. I mean, and then they interviewed a female engineer and she's like, oh, God, (laughs) (laughs) it's awful.
0: That's all right. Um, Yeah. So that they're not rolling out. Fifth edition or sixth edition? I think they're doing like an interim thing, and they want they want it to be subscription based. They want to pump more money out of out of the customers, and fine. Like, there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but their solution is to, and it was originally retroactively. Now it's like eh, kind of iffy, whatever, and and as soon as people forget about it, they're gonna do it. But like, yeah, hey, anybody who makes anything, if you make over seventy five k. Uh, you have to start paying royalties and whatever. And, like, it's... It, it was just, like, it was aggressive. It was, like, it would retroactively... They were going to try to take away, like, people's open game. It, they ran into, like, actual legal issues with this. So now they're kind of like, eh, we're sorry. Um, we're sorry. Now we're going to have my Rudolph be the face of d d Um... <laughs> Yeah, but no. So, so I, I, I'm excited for the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I know that there's a long, like, there's a lot of debate in the community as whether or not people boycott it because of what's going on with this. Even though they've won for now, um, and my whole thing, and I think what was pointed out with the movie to kind of talk about broader art is like the movie's a shit ton of people working on this thing. Like, the movie is not. Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro, two people doing this whole thing. There's actors, there's all the crew, there's the director, right? Like, the, it's 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 so much bigger than whatever the drama is.
1: Yeah, on so, top of the fact, if you ever want another good one, you gotta support this one. Yes,
0: and that was, that was something a lot of people were saying, like, guys, I know we're very upset, but we have to go see this movie or they are not going to make any more content. <laughs> um... I, I can't, can't tell if that t-
1: movie looks good or not.
0: I think it looks like it's... it, it, it for, from They just put out a trailer, I think, today. From that trailer, I get, like, Vox Machina vibes. Maybe... I think what's going to hurt them is if Vox Machina is, re- is really good again, people really like it, um, then they're going to go see this, and it's going to feel like watered down Vox Machina. And, like... I know That's just
1: to... always gonna be my concern with movies like this. Is you're taking yeah. it, this thing, and you have to water it down in order to make money in a movie Gen theater.
0: Gen, Gen pop, um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I because I, when I say you'll uh, if you give Vox Machina a shot, um, I, I I think it's I I think the appeal is wider than I thought it would be. Uh Jay Boner really liked it with like no real connection to the original podcast. And I've I think everybody in our D&D group who watched it really liked it. Um some more or less familiar. Um I think Mikey and I know uh Juliet and stuff. Juliet's actually, I think, seen all of Vox Machina, but um She's
1: seen everything.
0: Yeah. I wasn't like I, I was for me it was like one of those things where it's like between one out of two and two out of two where I'm like I Kind of like the menu, like, I don't know who I could recommend this to, right? Like, um, I like it. I like it a lot. I'll, I rewatched it, obviously, with Jay boner um, But I couldn't, like, go out. Like, I couldn't just tell Normie off the street, like, you should watch this show. But apparently that's who's watching it because it's, like, doing – it did really well. Um, but the thing is, they they still are willing to have the Bard, Scanlan, the guy who plays that does pretty much all of the comedy in the actual podcast. He did give him a whole montage of, like, singing about dicks in the middle of, like, a dramatic moment, cutting back and forth between him, like, singing about fucking and uh, whatever. And then the first episode, I think they actually is, like, the only nudity of the show is, like, him in the brothel in the middle of, like, banging one out when the rest of the party gets into a fight and he's running around naked in the middle of the fight, like... Um, which is just like D and D nonsense, and uh, very organic to a home game that you're not putting on for anybody. And it surprised me that they were willing to put that out there. And it, what surprised me a second time is that that had general appeal, apparently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I'm I'm going to see the D D movie, and. If you're already paying for HBO, I don't, I would I would recommend watching that like it's basically a January 6 documentary and I believe it's worthwhile to see the lead up.
1: <laughs> yeah, the lead up is interesting stuff.
0: He spends a whole uh, I would say like 10 minutes in the movie with just the family. Um
1: Is that the one with the little kid that in the yeah. trailer? Yes. I they should I showed flyers that she's like, are you, f- this is disgusting.
0: They get an blog, <laughs> um, and part it's of it's
1: just, oh my god, it's so frustrating to watch.
0: Well, part of it is hopeful, and then I think, I, I don't know if I already said this, but I think it's, it, something good that the movie does is, and he got grilled for this, and I think oh. it was stupid for, like, hanging out with Alex Jones, for hanging out with,
1: uh... Oh, I know that, that was just, that was just a bad interviewer being Yeah.
0: bad interview tactics hanging out with the 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 head of the Proud boys at the time but like i think it i think him being the style the like the the just letting people (laughs) tie their own noose right like just just talk and talk and just asking them trying to like
1: by being disarming you allow them to actually talk the way they want to
0: well it's very clear that like and he i think you they very plainly put it um because again this is well this is andrew's vehicle mostly he has a team there's a two guys he he started this whole thing with the uh tim and eric's company were a big part of this um financing it getting it all put together the editing i know
1: jonah hill was involved as well
0: jonah jonah hill was a producer um the the (laughs) he almost gets shot at one point kind of he gets (laughs) he gets threatened with a gun um the I, but but like with with Alex Jones and the head of the Proud Boys, I think anybody who's willing to see those interviews for what they are, it's it is while he is disarming, he he has these people just really put it all out there that, you know, they don't give a shit. like this is just a game or a scam or I think Totoro's the guy's name for the Proud Boys. He's just a T-shirt salesman, like that's it. He just does slogans on T-shirts and, like, makes a shit ton of money. And he's, like, an uh, ex-fucking Halo 2 MLG guy. Like, (laughs) they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about any of that. Like, like, it's a game, and it's very clearly a game. And then you have that contrasted with this family... That is just so invested in QAnon and like people Soaking
1: up that game.
0: That's... Yeah, yeah, people eating babies and whatever. And and then you cut to like, well, I'm gonna sell some really, I'm gonna make a fuck ton of money on these t-shirts, uh, or let me sell you fucking straws, Alex Jones vitamins and filter straws and whatever. <laughs> um, it, it's that is interesting, and I think that is very worthwhile, and it is unfortunate that. Um, it it has it is it is good that these women are coming out and any victims you know should be heard the timing is all very bad and i think it muddies the water on something that is very interesting and has so much more to do with everything than than like andrew being a part of it um but you know make your own decision on whether or not you should watch it i i watched it with jay boner before it all broke
1: and yeah i mean i probably will mostly cuz like you just said it's it's worth seeing those things, regardless of the man doing the interview
0: he's He's such a it's 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 I would say his style makes him a lot less of a part of it than, you know it's not a Kevin Spacey movie, and Kevin Spacey is there on screen the whole time. Like Callahan is there, but it is it is about it seventy percent of the time is him listening to people and getting people to just talk to him, you know. Um, which is his style, but it also doesn't belong to him, right? It's it, He's not as driving it as, like, a different piece of art.
1: Yeah. And it's actually, it's interesting. There's a... They talk about on and on's Hot Ones episode. Yeah. About, like, how do you get these guys to actually just, you know, open up, and, you know, in Hot Ones shtick, it's just when you're crying from spiciness you're going to be a more authentic person because you can't put on an act anymore yeah and you just, you, in his his interview style it's like you're able to when you're able to disarm somebody i know it was uh who's the famous guy larry king yeah he was known as like the greatest interviewer of all time right mm-hmm. uh and someone asked him it's like what would you do i, just, I just thought it was a really interesting thing is like what would you do if you had the opportunity to interview osama bin laden like, post nine eleven, Yeah. And he's like, you know, a lot of people, like, what was your first question be? He's like, well, a lot of people will try to go after you. He's like, why did you do nine eleven? He's like, that's the wrong way to do it. Like, the first thing I would ask him is, why did you give up? I didn't know this about Salman and he was a super wealthy family. Yeah. And he left all of it. And he's like, you know, what made, you know, his first question would be about what would make you do that thing? And that allows him to be more open and... Then you would eventually get to nine eleven shit, yeah. but and I was like, I think that's such an interesting way to look at something. Of like, in order to get people to actually be honest with you, you've got to start off at a spot of disarmament. There's a better word for that, it,
0: but it, it, it's empathy. Yeah, um, even if you think the other person is totally wrong or it doesn't
1: deserve empathy, like Alice Jones. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You you don't go there to pick a fight you just go to watch them you know make a fool out of themselves it's it's i mean it's definitely tough because you also don't want to end up platforming somebody but that's a, that's a whole different thing See, um, again i don't think he platforms people no i don't think he does i don't think he did
1: the, and the um, only reason you people think i think as much as i like to shit on modern day joe rogan yeah um previous to the COVID bullshit and even he still does some good ones with certain people when he, when he's not getting up on his own shit Yeah, where his interviews are always, were used to be so good. He just gave people, he gave people a platform and let them speak. And I did think, I do think he pushes a little bit into platforming. Yeah. But you know, I remember the, his, his one that he did with Bernie Sanders and he just let Bernie Sanders talk. And it's like, Oh, everyone says he's a socialist, but he's really not. <laughs> <laughs> you actually listen to the man talk, and you listen to Alex Jones go in the same you know same interview format, and you're just like, oh no, this man's insane. Yeah, and it's actually a good thing to see him in this format to be realize, oh no, he- this is absurd. No one should actually be taking what he says seriously.
0: I he's clearly like-
1: making shit up.
0: The, the the style would be like letting people show themselves, right? Like letting
1: people show themselves. Now unfortunately you could you can definitely make the argument Joe Rogan goes too far with that, but Yeah,
0: well I think it's I think he uh I think what, what is channel five, uh gas no breaks, I think the editing that the team does makes it more apparent that they're like left or, or left leaning and then in the movie, um it, it interspices like Andrew talking about uh, what what we're looking at, and then like what happened next, what happened before, just so they, like there's some lead in, lead out, and uh, like they, I think those things make it very clear what their positions are on certain things. I think with Rogan, it's during the COVID stuff in particular, he started only bringing on people who agreed with him, and I don't know if that's what it's like now.
1: I think it just, it always depends on who he's interviewing.
0: Yeah. Um He just, what
1: he does a good job of, anybody that's on the podcast. Yeah. He's going to go along with them. Yeah. And I think he started going along with the wrong people.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think, I think the thing is though, he, he does believe, like, I think COVID was like kind of a, a turning point for him because pre-covid you had um do you ever watch midnight gospel no is it no no, no midnight matt midnight yeah no midnight gospels the, the animated one of another podcaster his name is duncan trussell it's just a trippy 10 episode um they took his old podcast episodes and they did a show kind of existential cartoon about like ultimately about death and it's very good very interesting and that guy his name's Duncan Trussell was on Joe's podcast this is i want to say it was pre-covid and he 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 goes like back with Joe a little bit so he was talking to him about like how much of a shitty person Ben Shapiro is and that like Joe shouldn't have him on the show. And he's like, You don't agree with that guy. Like he's a fucking loser. And like he's just like very plainly putting it all out there and Joe's just laughing. And he's like, Yeah, hey, he's a fine guy, whatever. And he's like, No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and um it's like I I think I don't know. It's this weird thing where it's it's
1: Oh, so back, back to the platformer thing like i think yeah. it's because i listened to a long time ago back when that was, geez, that was back when flyers lived in quincy so that would have been two three years ago at this point over yeah. three years ago at this point so this pre-covid um and i was listening to the alex jones one because i just heard how batshit it was so i'm like i want to listen to this shit um and as he's speaking as just someone mindlessly listening yeah. And I would consider myself a relatively intelligent person. Well, well learned, at least. Um, like five... you, start, you start listening to him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. And you actually think about it for two seconds. You're like, no, this man's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. And they bring they bring on the... Uh, they brought in another flat earther in the same podcast, why I went so batshit, because they brought in two conspiracy theorists at once. <laughs> and... Um, I think that was the uh the meme. I'm I'm a bit of a retard podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like you're listening to these guys talk, and they're so good at taking one thing, you know, slippery slope kind of arguments, straw man arguments. Of right. well, the CIA did this thing that one time, so that what mean, what means that this couldn't be true this time.
0: That's the 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 kernel of truth thing, right? Like, yeah. every, every conspiracy theory
1: it does it start starts, somewhere.
0: It starts with like. A little bit of truth.
1: It starts with MK Ultra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Almost always now, yeah. Um,
1: but it's like, but as I'm listening to that, there's no, there's no satire to any of his stuff. Yeah. Whereas you watch All Gas No Breaks, and you're watching that thing, and you, it's it's for entertainment. It's a YouTube video. Like, it's yeah. not supposed to be taken all that seriously. Whereas I think Rogan platforms a little bit too much because he does give them attention that like confirms their beliefs right or lets them confirm their beliefs it,
0: to 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 sit on the fence is to take a side you know in almost every situation <laughs> and even if it's just like not kind of pushing back you know cuz there's there's there are levels of pushing back on somebody's ideas right cuz you can as a as a host whatever like you don't want to you you want people to show themselves right you don't want to like be i mean unless that's what you know you people pay to see uh, be fighting with somebody the whole time right and
1: but you have is to, more and more nowadays
0: <laughs> right 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 but like that's the thing is like at, at what point even if it's a message before or after or like you have to push back a little bit or your silence is an endorsement right like
1: yeah and um, that's actually interesting because i've always been of the mind don't give these things attention yeah and eventually they can go away but that just we're just learning especially in the internet age it's just not true anymore
0: yeah uh I, I, well it, it's a weird thing too where it's like i think there is a we we live in a weird attention economy for sure and i think that certain things need an exact amount of attention and the opposite of this would be how much not a political podcast there's a whole political episode um how much attention Donald Trump got for free from all the news outlets, right? When he was running in 2016, 2015, whatever it was, 16. Um, Like,
1: they essentially manifested it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's
1: including the left. Like, the left's as big to blame as anybody.
0: There's a quote from fucking some some media a uh, demon <laughs> who was like oh Donald Trump was great for business and it's like the not fox like like a uh, msnbc or cnn and i don't know it really doesn't matter but like it's just like very like just clearly saying like oh no this inflammatory person made made us money right like regardless yeah, all of all
1: it's ever about
0: <laughs> That's the whole point of Anchorman Two. Anchorman Two is better in retrospect, right? Like I've actually never seen it.
1: I assume it's just a uh, rip off of what's that movie? The old one, The Network.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, I I'm I no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I I honestly I I think I know what movie you're talking about. The, the,
1: the... I'm mad as hell. I can't take it anymore.
0: I guess yeah. I, the the crux I would say of, of Anchorman Two. There, I think, like, the the heart of Anchorman 1 that is 90% glazed over, but technically a part of the movie, and I would say it is the, the core idea, is, like, a woman journalist, right? Like, yep. it was controversial at the time. For, for Anchorman 2, it was uh, the 24-hour news cycle. And I don't know if you've seen the clip, but they, like, it's basically somebody starting a 24-hour news network, and they're like, why would people want to watch the news 24 hours? <laughs> and eventually it's because they're putting on, like, car chases and shit. And they're, like, he's just making shit up about the car chase. He's like, I don't know, maybe they have a gun. Maybe they just robbed a bank. And it's, like, the Chiron's changing to bank robbers on the run. like, And it's just, like, somebody's on the news rambling about whatever and then, like, views go up and and it becomes a weird attention thing, which maybe didn't hit home back when Anchorman 2 came out and bombed. And it bombed for a lot of good reasons. There's a pretty terrible middle part that involves i think rescuing a shark on a beach um i
1: have no idea i yeah, <laughs> never saw it. i just heard how bad it was so i don't what to go see it uh
0: but like the the uh, it's something I, I thought about i don't know why it came up but like that anchorman too was kind of complaining about the 24-hour news cycle just being toxic and it is
1: <laughs> yeah well that's that's that one God, I, look. I think it's called the network
0: um Fuck me. but right 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 so so you know Certain things just cannot, should not be ignored, for sure. But there is, there's definitely a threshold of giving uh, too much air to a fire, right? Like, (laughs) um, the, I, I, I appreciate, you know, the, uh, channel fives of the world. I appreciate that the, uh, there's another guy, I think his name's Lex Friedman, And he gets like a lot. He has like a prolific podcast as well. He had he's the dude who had Kanye on and tried for like an hour to get Kanye to just be like, "Oh, I don't mean Jews. I just mean these very specific people who screwed me over." And he's I think he's also a Jewish man who is notoriously gets in trouble for like. Not pushing back enough, or fence sitting, and he's just there with Kanye, like, "Please, dude, like, just, just say <laughs> <laughs> you don't like these very specific people." He's like, "No, all Jews," and it's like, he's like, "I am Jewish," and he's like, "Well, you know, maybe you're a bad one too." And it's just like it just goes on for an hour, and it is so brutal to watch. <laughs> Jesus. But but that's what it, like like that guy has a uh, uh, a reputation too, and it's it's you can't push back too much because you do want to 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 see these people, I think you to back to the channel five movie, you can see like very clearly these, the people at the top of this are snake oil salesmen because that's what they, they'll tell you. Like if you just sit and listen to them um and that's like, it's a very precise amount of attention you need to give them to, you know, show the man behind the curtain uh, and then like, and then just walk away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sit yeah. there for 24 hours uh, saying what, what, the man behind the curtain, and he's got guns, uh, and he just robbed <laughs> a bank. This and more at eleven. Um,
1: yeah, it's just it is interesting. I, was, I I know I've talked about it before. Is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's blog post basically? Yeah. And he he rants a lot about Fox News' bullshit and whatnot. And he's like, he was talking about this the other day. It's just like stop giving them attention. It's like, but we can't. Like we, these guys are spewing hate speech. Like. Yeah. <laughs> We can't we can't ignore it well
0: they, they they have I think Tucker Carlson is like this isn't it, it's been a whole political podcast but uh, is the most watched news program in America by He's like talking about fucking ms <laughs> by like a large margin if I remember correctly and Fox is well it, it's to to go back to that uh NPR interview I don't know if you saw the whole thing with with channel five but like, they they were trying to the flippantly referred to Fox as like not mainstream media and it's like no it is it is most Americans who watch news watch Fox like like watch news on television um it is it is in fact the mainstream like it, ignoring the problem doesn't make it go away like it, it, but it, it, the people who are shining a light on it shouldn't have the same financial like attention investment it, it's it's just a very complicated. Unnecessarily complicated thing that I think is is I, I think people are, are leaning really hard on TikTok. Let me let me go to bat for TikTok right now and the Chinese government. Um, <laughs> 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 right, wait, so so it, it's really easy though to point at TikTok or YouTube even because um, I think those algorithms very much will throw you in a terrible place.
1: Yeah, they can. Um,
0: like there's there's studies about like you pretend like the st- researchers will just kind of hint at being. Uh, a teenager with an eating disorder or or self-harm leaning and like...
1: Or just let AI go and they immediately become Yeah, and it'll, just,
0: it'll, just, it'll just throw you to the fucking wolves, right? Very quickly. And uh, you see it with, with TikTok, and you saw it with YouTube before. YouTube was slower. And it's just because, and I've mentioned this before, TikTok's machine learning, it's not much more sophisticated than YouTube's, but you're feeding it so much more data so much more quickly where it's like, YouTube's model wants you to watch a video for twenty minutes. TikTok wants you to watch for thirty seconds, yeah. right?
1: Like... And it's it's crazy how fast it works. Yeah, yeah. of like <laughs> i'll I'll be watching one thing. and like I swear to God that thing can tell when Flyers is watching with me and when yeah. I'm watching by myself.
0: <laughs> um, you know you know why Cause... how it can tell uh, by uh, phone proximity. So Bluetooth will ping each other and talk to each other. So there's like, there's billboards.
1: I don't know if our phones are Bluetoothing each other, but. So, so there are
0: billboards uh, in circulation that generate ads based on phones in the area. Jesus in, the, in the Google data they get from those phones. Um, <laughs> so it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if TikToks were talking to each other, because apps can talk to each other. If your TikTok was talking to her TikTok whenever your phones were in proximity, um,
1: no, most likely what it is, is when she's we, around, we, we, I'm going to stay and I'm yeah. going to watch each individual dog video longer. Yeah. And then I'm immediately getting more dog and it's immediate. It's yeah. Crazy how yeah. fast it works.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's the, which apparent it's before we were born. Which is the whole point of – we've made this whole thing – we've come around to Anchorman 2 being a good movie now. Um, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Uh, but no, no, no. It, it goes back to like the advent of 24-hour news is is monetizing like attention in just the ugliest way. Uh-huh. And, you know, fast forward to TikTok, YouTube – the algorithm feeding you, you know, uh, self harm in in or whatever, or or putting you in the alt right pipeline, um, uh, turning you into a furry or whatever, uh, or the... making our M and M's not
1: sexy anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to buy this M M&M a drink. Uh, <laughs> that's that's almost a one for one quote, and I can't believe that is <laughs> what people tune into <laughs> once a day, um, but. You know, it, it's just this, like, I, I we will, you know, throw TikTok under the bus, throw YouTube under the bus, throw video games, whatever. Um, but, like, I, I think it's so much more, uh, it's so much, it's a much bigger problem that we don't, we really don't want to address. <laughs> and it goes to, like, very fundamental things now, like the news. Um,
1: well, the issue is the the people making laws to prevent this shit have no idea how any of it works
0: certainly not
1: <laughs> they don't uh, understand how facebook works let alone fucking chat gpt
0: yeah that'll oh my god the machine learning stuff we didn't even talk about chat gpt we'll have to talk about that next I'm, week.
1: i'm doing a talk on it on friday with my teacher friends
0: perfect we can talk about chat gpt next week
1: we'll just have chat gpt write our podcast next week
0: oh fuck that'd be hilarious <laughs> hey chat gpt write a podcast about chat gpt I'm sure someone's already
1: made that video.
0: To, <laughs> yeah, but explaining it to a an audience of no one on the internet. <laughs> There's
1: a podcast that nobody listens to. Right <laughs> it's
0: a the podcast for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But we're gonna we're gonna cut here. Uh, so is there anything you want to go out on before I I, I cut?
1: Uh, well, we got to do our bachelor party thing, don't we?
0: I was gonna do that post cut.
1: Okay, gotcha. Well, um, so for Christmas, obviously, you know, you get some board games and stuff. Um, and I was given this game called Stratego.
0: Never heard of it. It sounds like a great Christmas gift.
1: It, it was a good time. You know, you're sitting around the table. You've only got a couple people. So you, you set it up. It's a two-person game. It's kind of like capture the flag. You got to you got to capture your opponent's flag. you got different pieces that do different things. There's a spy, there's a high piece, there's a low piece. You know, it's fun. It's a little quick thing. You can okay. play it as you get drunker on Christmas, you know?
0: This is this like a complicated it's... checkers almost?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like checkers. or um, <laughs> maybe... I want to go as far as say it's chess, you know? It's pretty simple
0: still. Okay. Well, good, because I hate complicated chess. <laughs> I, I hate
1: hate that muslim math
0: <laughs> ban muslim math i, I post that that <laughs> meme
1: is so relevant nowadays
0: <laughs> all right we'll we'll call it there but you know what? i think i'm going to name this podcast uh the boys disavow channel 5 and ban muslim math <laughs> <laughs>